0: That's right, we're back, and we're back. Welcome to another live, more to life gathering of sorts, you know? I'm still getting used to this whole thing about where do I look, who do I talk to, that kind of a thing. Like, man, I can't tell you guys how much I um, get by on the energy of others, You know, the interaction, the eyes, the smiles, the looks, all that stuff. But anyway, um, enough of that, because we've got something to talk about tonight. We've got some stuff to do here on More to Life. And just so you know, again, I'm over here. I'm in the chair. I'm doing the talking. However, in she's over there. She's got the laptop, and she's logged in, so she can comment. Um, she can talk to you, and all that kind of stuff. She's paying very attention, very close attention to the feed and that kind of a thing. So, she's handling that. I'm over here handling this. If you guys want to have her tell me anything or whatever, um, do it. Like, I'm game. That's all good. I know several of you are watching this live. I know others come back and watch it like 20 minutes later or tomorrow or whatever. But, again, thanks for showing up Coming, tuning in to this mortal life gathering. Um, you know, last time was the birthday bash, and we talked about the whole idea of uh, naming your grief, your loss, um, embracing it, feeling it, and allowing it to move through you. Allowing those kind of emotions to move through us, and then to keep going. You know, towards that idea of celebration, because there is. A cause for celebration, right? And that whole kind of movement is this balancing act, you know? We go back and forth and back again, and that's what we do, and we strike that balance. And so last time we talked a lot about the cause for celebration, but yesterday for me um, was not cause for celebration. Yesterday, well... I guess if I looked hard enough and if I shifted my perspective, like we talked about last time, I'm sure I could have found it. And honestly, by the end of the day, I did. But I woke up yesterday and it had snowed a lot. I don't know what weather's like, wherever you're at. Um, It had been warm here and and amazing outside. (laughs) If I could use that word, amazing. Um, But yesterday I woke up and I went outside and it had snowed a lot. And I, to be honest, guys, I was not thrilled about that at all. I wasn't thrilled about the snow. And so I went outside and I'm going to be honest. I felt anger and I felt anger for the first time in a while, you know, since kind of this whole thing had started. Um, I went outside and for whatever reason, I wasn't thrilled about the snow. I wasn't thrilled about the temperature change. I wasn't thrilled about shoveling either. And my oldest said, Dad, why are you even shoveling? Like, we have nowhere to go. But you got to keep up on it where I live. You got to keep up on the shoveling, especially if I want the snow to go away even faster when it gets warm. So I went outside and I had earbuds and I started a playlist of some music that could get me moving. And I started shoveling and I started shoveling uh, like furiously, right? Like, so I, I took, I was, I was hitting it and I was throwing it. I was launching that stuff and it was heavy, melted, thick, slushy, nasty snow. And I just started going for it. And, um, and then I started sweating and I was getting mad and I was grunting and I was doing all my kinds of stuff. It felt very, um, I don't know. It felt kind of good. Like in this strange, weird way. But anyway, then I grabbed the scraper, the brush, and I started in on our cars and I extended it and I was going for it and it broke and I got really mad. I said some choice words and I honestly took the scraper and I threw it. Um, I picked up the shovel. I started going for that. And when I got done, after I was done, I threw that as well. It was fast. It was furious. I was drenched with sweat afterwards. I came inside and I showered. <laughs> and I don't know. It was just kind of like this release and anger that I hadn't felt in a while. And I was able to kind of get it out. It felt pretty good. Um, I honestly ended the day by laughing a lot. You know, it was I, I had this anger um, I was expressing it, kind of venting it, letting it out, letting it move through me. I showered. I worked pretty hard, and I pounded out some necessary work that I needed to get done. And then I felt kind of exhausted. And so I decided to play some games uh, with my boys. And and we then watched some videos, and then I ended the day laughing a lot. And that transitioned into day, to today. And I woke up today. Um, with this strange bit of sadness. Now, I, I kind of mentioned it to you guys last week, but tonight, if, if things had gone according to plan and if things had happened as we thought they were going to, right now, I would be in Costa Rica with my family and another family, dear friends, and we would have probably been on the beach eating dinner, creating a memory and sharing in that depth, and having conversation, and fun. And so there was this hint, tint, of sadness today that I was kind of moving through, and I told Anne about it earlier, just how I felt, and um, just wasn't quite sure what to do with it. You know, almost this kind of lost, dazed feeling. Um, not because of anything I drank or smoke or anything like that. Like, it was just because... I don't know, this kind of lostness, this kind of like flailing about, um, sadness today. And I was feeling that, just wanting to have the memory, wanting to have the experience. And the songs that I listened to today were very different from the songs I listened to yesterday when I went out to shovel and I felt that anger and I was like plowing through and I was like just furious. And then today the songs were a bit different than yesterday. To be honest, um, I wasn't for sure if I was going to be able to show up tonight with that sadness and this kind of lostness. Um, And I think you guys know how that is, right? Like sometimes showing up is the battle. That's like the hardest thing in the world to do. But I had my day. I had some moments. I thought. I prayed. I I considered. I talked. I walked. um, I listened to music. I did all those things. And for me personally, you know, I'm five weeks into this shared experience that we're all having, right? And granted, it's different and we're living in different places, but it is a shared experience. Like we're all going to be able to point back to this and be like, oof, that's what life was like and now it's like, or you know what I mean? Like it's this definitive marker in the landscape of our lives, And I'm five weeks deep, and I don't know about you guys, but my energy, uh, my motivation, my inspiration, my mind, my mood, it has ebbed and flowed. It has risen and it has plummeted and it has ridden the roller coaster. And wow. So showing up isn't that easy. You know, I grew up and people always said, Philip, because I was little, right? So I was little Philip. Philip, little Philip, you have such a big, Heart. And they always talked about it like that and said, like, they emphasized it in this way that made it seem like that's such a good thing to have. And I agree, it is such a good thing to have. I also want to say this it's also tough at times because I feel a lot of things. And I pick that up off of other people and I feel it for other people. Um, when I get an email that kind of bumps me out and I know that other people are probably getting the same thing, like I feel even heavier, right? So I've got this big heart and I feel a lot and feeling a lot, um, is kind of what I'm going to talk about tonight. Feeling a lot. That brings me to our topic for tonight. Music, music. I'm titling this talk, move me. And I put out a playlist. I tried to share it through the uh, Mortal Life email that went out. Um, I hope you guys can just listen to that playlist on Shuffle. Um, You can just start it from the first thing and play it through. If you've got Apple Music, I know you can do that. Um, If you don't have Apple Music, I'm not sure if you can do that. So I just put it out there for you guys. But there's a lot of cool songs that I picked special for that Move Me playlist. And tonight we're talking about music, which is really embedded into the stories of our lives. Music is that thing that links us to others. And, and, and it also connects so many of the moments of our lives. It, it almost freezes them in time and makes them accessible later. Music has this incredible, crazy, mysterious, magical power. And I wanted to talk about music tonight because it moves me and I hope it moves you. Now there's this band AJR, Three Brothers. Three brothers, and I know that Silas has gotten me hooked on this band, um, and I love them. I think they're great. We actually went to Daylight Donuts one time in Breckenridge, and Silas came out, and he was like, I think, I swear, Dad, I think those three guys are in Daylight Donuts right now. They're standing in line. And I was like, that's awesome. And then I just drove off, and then we told Anne the story later, and she's like, did you go back in and take pictures with them? Did you go in? Did you say hi? And I'm like, No. I totally, bad dad on that one, like, didn't even, what was I thinking? Anyway, um, AJR is this band, and they definitely have their own style, right? But we Gallaghers, we love their style. We dig it. And maybe you will too, and you can check them out. But they have this one song called Netflix Trip. Netflix Trip. And I can't play songs on here Um, you know, copyright issues, that kind of thing. I don't want to get muted or blocked or anything, but I do want to share with you some lyrics tonight. We're going to have some lyrics from some songs. So here we go. Netflix trip with AJR. I'm going to start reading some of the lyrics for you and then I'm going to talk just a little bit about them because I want you to know where we're going with this move me talk tonight. Um, it starts off and it says, I had my first crush in season two. She passed me notes and filled our hands with glue. And in my corduroys, we'd walk to school. I sat and crossed my legs like Jim would do. She moved away. I was on season three. It hit my heart so hard I could hardly speak. But I could find some peace and privacy, a paper company to sit with me. Now, if you haven't already picked up on it, We've heard the name Jim, we've heard the thing Company, we've heard Seasons. Netflix Trip is this song written all about watching The Office on Netflix and going through it, you know, episode by episode, season by season, and how that framed their life. Like, right? So he talks about like, in season three, here's what happened, blah, blah, blah. Now, here's the next lyrics. I turned down Jameson when I was 12. I spent that Friday night with Steve Carell, the one where Dwight became the head of sales. My eighth grade graduation wished me well. I lost my grandfather in season six. I watched my mom. She cried and held her kids. My mind was broken up. I couldn't think, so I just hugged her the way Michael did. It's pretty cool, like how he's documenting, framing with those definitive markers, like his life by these seasons. And then later on it says, Now the finale's done and I'm alone. I'm on a Netflix trip here on my phone. But who I am is in these episodes. So don't you tell me that it's just a show. Man, I love that song. I love that song. And that's kind of where we're going to go with music tonight because music does that same thing for us. It provides those markers, those boundaries. It freezes time. It allows us to tap into certain things that we otherwise wouldn't be able to tap into. There's this power in music and it's a sort of trigger. That's the word I like to use. Music is a great, powerful, and profound trigger. It has a certain kind of power and ability That honestly, I'm not sure I sense anywhere else in my own personal life. So I wanted to share with you the wonder and beauty of music as that trigger. Because music moves us. It truly does. It nudges us. We feel it. And it takes us places. And chances are good that right now, week five, or whatever week you're in of this shared experience, that you could use a good nudge... That you could use a good move from music. So, music's been a huge part of my story. Um, I I mean, I can't even remember the first stuff I listened to, to be honest with you. But I know it's always been there. Like, music for me has been a huge part of my story. I'll start backwards. We're going to start, like, late and, and move backwards. But... Obviously, I'm sitting behind drums right here in my house, electric drums, because acoustic drums don't work too well in the Wellington neighborhood where I live, (laughs) in our house. like I've graduated on to electric drums. I do have an amp down here that um, can amplify it, so I can feel it when I need to feel it, but I can also use headphones, and I can tap into songs and play with songs, because I'm no longer in a position where I used to be, which is within which is when I used to play music with people, like back in college and bands and in doing stuff. I mentioned a few weeks ago that I had a gym and I would play those kind of like on, on a boat with my friend in Seattle when we were traveling back and forth, and we would you know, earn money and take people out to eat and stuff, and we could play those. I've also always almost been known as Drummer Phil for a large majority of my life um, because drums were such a part of my life, and I played so much music. Now, I also have had several drum sets in my life because, you know, my parents were like, do you want a drum set or a dog? And I chose a drum set because, you know, I felt like it could last forever. And I got really connected to some of my drum sets and sold some and, and like, did other things. I remember selling one of my drum sets to help pay for Ann and my honeymoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway... <laughs> I always like to mention that one you always seem to mention that I know I played drums in my church growing up I was a part of the band up front um, I was super young youngest up there I wore flip flops and t-shirts and dumb stuff like that and and it was awesome and I just got to play my heart out And be involved with music. I think it all started because like, I do remember finding a snare drum in my attic growing up. And it used to belong to one of my uncles. And it was in this big, crazy, almost briefcase kind of thing. And I pulled it out. And and I would just beat away on that thing, that snare drum. I remember that specifically. And, And I was a part of band and choir growing up. Um, I remember starting on the saxophone, believe it or not. I started on the saxophone and played, and then eventually graduated into into drums. Um, I still remember, honestly, like my first cassette tape. My first cassette tape was Michael Jackson, um, the Bad album. Loved it. Loved it. Anyway, music has been a huge, huge part of my life. And what still blows my mind about music is the science of it all. Behind it all. Sometimes science can like bring to life certain things and like explain away the, the miraculous piece of something. But for me, science and the miracle, it all still holds its peace. And I'm not going to get too sciencey on you guys. But I just – sometimes I sit down and I still can't quite um, uh, grapple, wrap my head around the idea of the physicality of music. And what I mean by that is this. We have these senses, Right? And one of them is hearing. But hearing really just kind of seems like an extension, an amplified version or extension of touch. Because music, when it comes down to it, we've got a voice or some kind of instrument that is physical and it produces these waves of sound that actually travel and actually hit us and bump up against us and then get interpreted as sound because we feel them, because they hit us. There's this physicality of music that's so weird to me, and I love it. And sometimes I just, like, stand in awe of the miracle of music. These invisible waves, like, hitting things and moving things. I know you've probably seen YouTube videos where they play put, like, paint on speakers, and they play certain chords and different things, and it takes an actual shape. I mean... Music is mind-boggling when it comes down to it. I love that it bumps up against us. I love, its, I love that it's something we feel. And we feel it in so many ways. We feel the physical aspect of it, but we also feel it on such deeper levels. It moves us. It really, really does. That's why I'm sitting here behind my drums and I've got this picture. This is a cool favorite picture of mine. It's a guy sitting in front of a speaker, and the music is literally blasting him and the environment in which he's sitting, right? It's like music moves us. It's something otherworldly. It's magical, in my opinion. And I'm hoping to share a little bit of that with you tonight. That music can challenge us. It can change us. It can transform us. Our hearts our minds, and our beings, and I believe that we're in a great place to experience a whole lot of music in our days right now. You can have days with silence, but I encourage you to create some playlists, to listen to the More to Life Move Me playlist, or listen to your own music, because as we hear music, we feel it. When I was younger, I had this friend. Um, we're still friends, and maybe he's even tuned in. I know he's going to watch this at some point. Richard Cooper. Richard, love you, brother. Don't want to sit with that too long because I'll get all teary, but Richard. Richard Cooper was this amazing man, and uh, he had this car, and he had these speakers and the subwoofer in the car, and when you got in Richard's car, you couldn't help but feel the music. I mean, if you got near Richard's car, you felt... The music, right? You could feel it shake and vibrate you. I remember going to concerts growing up and joining in on mosh pits and participating in like things like the Wall of Death or going to Cornerstone and having dirt dance floors and coming caked out in mud just when you came out of the concert. You would be at the concert, you could get close enough, and you could feel the music. More than that, though, you could feel. The energy of everyone there experiencing the music. Being at a concert is an experience. I think it's an experience unlike any other. I love concerts. In fact, in my family, when you get into fifth grade, near the end of your fifth grade experience, we take you to your first concert, right? So we have concert tickets to guess who? A-J-R. And it's coming up this summer. Fingers crossed that we'll still be able to go to the concert. But it's AJ Aaron. We're going to take Tate, and he's going to get that first experience to be with people in that place and to feel that kind of energy and to feel the music on a whole different kind of level. Anne just told me she got me tickets too to see like one of my favorite bands on the face of the earth. It's a late birthday present um, that I just found out about, but Toad the Wet Sprocket, along with Bare Naked Ladies. So both of them at Red Rocks. It doesn't get any better to have a concert experience like that. I'm not sure who you guys are when you go to concerts. (laughs) You you know, are you the person like singing along with every single song? Are you the person dancing? Like, you know, are you the person just sitting there like taking it all in? I'm older now and uh, 42 and all, you know, pretty old. (laughs) And I'm the guy now who tries to... Stake out like a position. Um, like I just went to Ian Dior back in February with Silas. We went to see Ian Dior, a cool rapper, and I staked out my position like my little place and it was right behind where the uh the sound and light booth is, right? So, like, right back behind them, so I can see everything they're doing, which is really cool too. But I can also just sit in the back and soak up everything that's happening on the stage, right? And I can hear it and I can experience it and take it in now. Music's that experience that we feel in so many ways. It moves us in more ways than we know, but I'm going to point out a few for you tonight. And I'm going to, of course, leave you with kind of like a point of action, some kind of challenge, something to make this happen for you. But first of all, music, how does it move us? It reinforces our feelings and our moods. So if you're already feeling a particular way, you might be gravitating toward a certain type of music, right? So yesterday, I walk outside, and for whatever reason, I'm feeling this, like, bit of anger. I feel it, and then I put on this playlist, right? I put on a certain playlist, and I hear the music, and it reinforces what I'm feeling. It moves me in the direction of that feeling and in the direction of that mood. It's crazy, but it does, It pushes, it nudges, it invites you to feel it more. It's this kind of trigger that reinforces how we feel, whether that's happy, whether that's sad, whether that's angry, whether that's fill in the blank. And I think it's important for us to pause and consider that music can be that trigger. Sometimes we want to reinforce that mood so we can feel it entirely, so we can let it move through us, so we can express it, so we can move on and keep going. Sometimes, perhaps, it's not the best thing for us to turn on that playlist and reinforce what we're feeling. Now, I do have a song for you tonight that I want to share um, that kind of illustrates what I'm saying. And this is like a good song that helped me today reinforce what I was feeling. That kind of sadness that I was talking about, that kind of lostness, I wanted to sit with it, and I wanted to be able to feel it. I wanted to be able to let it move through me. Now, this is a song titled Human by a guy named John, J-O-N, Bellion, B-E-L-L-I-O-N. Another favorite at the Gallagher household, John Bellion. All right, we're going to wrap up tonight with a John Bellion song. So anyway, John Bellion, his song called Human, and here's what it says. I always fear that I'm not living right. So I feel guilty when I go to church. The pastor tells me I've been saved, I'm fine. Then please explain to me why my chest still hurts. And he goes on to say that he's petrified of going broke. And he's petrified that he'll die alone. And then he gets to the chorus and he says, I'm just so sick of being human. And he says that like over and over and over again. I'm just so sick of being human. He says things like, My mother calls and I have no time to talk, but I can find the time to drink and smoke. And he's just like pointing out the fact and the struggle of being human and not knowing why sometimes that's difficult, it's hard, and it's not always the best feeling, right? He gets to this one point in the chorus too. It's kind of like a a bridge late in the song, but he says, see, I got GPS on my phone. And I can follow it to get home. If my location's never unknown, then tell me why I still feel so lost. And then he goes on to say, tell me why I still feel so lost. Tell me why I still feel human. That was a song for me today. There's an acoustic version of it. If you guys want to Google that, John Bellion, human acoustic. I listened to him play the piano and sing that song today, like a few times, and it was so good just to wrap my head around that kind of a feeling. I was already feeling it, but listening to that music and allowing it to trigger me in a way to experience and really go into it, ah, it just helps. It helped me today. So one way the music really moves us, it moves us. We feel it, it nudges us, but then it goes into our heart, our head, our being, and it moves us in another way. And it can reinforce what you're feeling, the mood you're in. It can certainly affirm that and take you even deeper. Now, at the same time that music can do that, it can reinforce you. It can reaffirm you. Second way, music can also alter your path, your trajectory, right? The feeling you're in, the mood you're in, the place that you're going music can also trigger it and disrupt that and take you down another path. It can interfere with that a little bit. The words I wrote down were music can motivate you. It can inspire you. It can calm you. It can encourage you. It can help you dream. It can help you drift off to sleep. It can ramp you up, right? That's why people are like, man, I... I'm gonna exercise, but I gotta play a playlist so I can actually do it, right? Because I'm coming home from work, I'm already tired. But if I turn on that playlist, boom, I'm in a whole nother state of being. It just can do that. So it can alter and trigger and disrupt and take you down a different path. That's not at all like what I'm talking about with reaffirming or or like reinforcing. This is something different. Now, I did pick a song for that as well. I've got a couple of songs. I mean, I had a bunch for you guys. But I always get up here and then I'm like, oof, I don't want to keep you guys all along. And like, you guys can't listen to me talk forever. I know that. So, I've got to go with AJR. Got to go with AJR. I talked about this song at one of our Mortal Life meetings. But I'm going to go a little bit further into it here. This song is called 100 Bad Days by AJR. Now... If you're like anyone else, and you're a human being, like that last song by John Bellion, you're a human being. So you've felt the struggle, and you've encountered bad days. Now, if you're having a bad day, your temptation might be to put on a playlist that lets you throw yourself a pity party. It lets you dive even deeper, darker, and go further and further than you were ever meant to be because that one bad thing that happened, it honestly might not be that bad when you back out and you get some perspective. And that's what this song is about by AJR, 100 Bad Days. It starts off by saying, remember that time when we all got drunk and I ended up with two broke thumbs? <laughs> He's like remembering a story that like things didn't go so well. And he says, I felt so dumb, lucky me. And then he says, I wrote a song that no one knows. I played a show and no one shows. I felt so alone. Lucky me. And then here's this part that's like repeating in the song. He says, When all is going wrong and you're scared as hell, what you gonna do? Who you gonna tell? And then this crazy weird voice comes in and it says, Maybe a hundred bad days made a hundred good stories. A hundred good stories make me interesting at parties. And then it like repeats that whole idea. But it's reinforcing this idea that maybe a hundred bad days actually formed you in ways that you don't know. And it actually created a hundred good stories. You know, we've all had that bad day when you experience something and then you retell it later. Once you've gotten perspective and time has like... You know, separated you enough and suddenly that story is, is actually kind of funny and enjoyable right? I'm not saying that's every bad day. Don't hear that but there are those stories and those moments Here's what's great. He says 100 bad days made 100 good stories 100 good stories make me interesting at parties and then he says this refrain that I love to death and when I listen to this song I've got it in my playlist. It's in the more to life move me playlist. So is the other one by the way Um, when I listen to this song, it can alter my path in a day. It can change my trajectory and snap me out of the moment. It can be that trigger and it can move me from that path to this one. He says, yeah, no, I ain't scared of you. No, I ain't scared of you no more. And then he says this like, like he sings it and it's like musical and it's like this almost taunting thing about like a bad day and then he says again yeah no I ain't scared of you no I ain't scared of you no more and he's talking about the bad experiences he's talking about the bad days the things that like in your mind could go wrong that shouldn't scare you he's saying you don't scare me no more you don't scare me. He says, I remember when she broke my heart waiting for the waiter to return my card? Right as I let down my guard, lucky me. We had to work a bit more hard only just to get a bit less far. We could laugh about it all tomorrow, couldn't we? And then later on, he says again, maybe 100 bad days made 100 good stories. 100 good stories make me interesting at parties. Yeah, no, I ain't scared of you. No, I ain't scared of you. No more. And so it's this idea that, like, you don't have to be afraid. And I love that I can turn that song on, I can listen to it, and it serves as a trigger for me, and it moves me in such a way that it literally alters my trajectory. My path for that day becomes a new one, right? Through the bad experience, I can remember, yeah, no, 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 you ain't gonna scare me, you ain't gonna scare me no more. It's not going to happen because I know that there are good stories to come and I know that this experience, as unenjoyable, as painful, as as hard as it might be right now, that, that could all shift, that could all change, that can all be different. And so music can move you like that. And not only can music move you like that, this is my favorite one. And this one, I'm, I'm going to have to look at my paper a little bit because I got really into this one and I started thinking about it. Um, I don't have a song really to share with you about it. I just have a lot of information to share with you about it. But music can transport us. I mean, it's quite possibly the closest thing we have to time travel. Um, you now, I mean, and I, I've read some books about time travel and maybe that exists. I don't know. Like, But uh, but like this is the closest thing we really have, Like, right? So... Time travel, like music can take you to another time and another place. It's crazy like that. I love that music can do that. I can pull up songs and I can listen to them, and I am transported back to a time, back to a place, back to a group of people, back to an experience and a feeling. And sometimes I use music that way. I don't know if you guys ever get reflective and you have like those moments where you want to bask in a memory and you want to sit with it and you want to experience it and enjoy it. But you've got some time possibly right now and maybe, maybe you should go through your music library and you should transport yourself to another place and feel something in a way that moves you. So, I've got some of those for you, and I don't want to share them with you, right? Because music gets all entangled up in our memories. Now, for me, I've got this song called Grandma's Featherbed by John Denver, and also uh, Thank God I'm a Country Boy by John Denver. And I don't care where I am, who I'm with, what I'm doing, when I hear those two songs, I am immediately transported back to my childhood home with my mom and my dad and my sister and believe it or not we're square dancing together up and down our hallway in our home playing those songs anytime i hear those two songs i'm taken straight back to there it puts a smile on my face it like makes my heart feel a certain way it lifts me up and i just experience this kind of joy it's pretty powerful stuff now i wrote down all kinds of other things too um one of the things I wrote down was you know when I was younger um, I I always I I love the smell of pipe tobacco love it Um, didn't like what necessarily pipe tobacco does to my mouth so I haven't I don't smoke a pipe often but I always thought like when I got older like I don't know when I would be like 42 or something uh, that I would be this guy like who everybody would remember because he smelled like pipe tobacco right you would almost leave that imprint on people because of their experience in engaging you, they would walk away, and every time they smelled that, they would remember you. And now I'm realizing that music is kind of that thing for me with my boys and, and my family, um, that when they get older, they'll be able to remember me through all these songs that I played and things like that and the experiences that we had as a family. So oftentimes, like if you go camping with the Gallagher's, you'll notice that we play these goofy games where we'll sing or say like three words of a chorus lyric and then we'll be like finish it you know and like we'll all try and finish it because we're obsessed with music that way or we'll be all together somewhere and silas or me or Ann or lincoln or tate they'll pull out a phone and they'll play one second of a song and be like name it you know name the artist name the band they'll be like name it here's three more seconds here's that right So it's this idea that, again, music imprints on us, gets entangled with our memories and our lives, and we can even be remembered because of that kind of a thing. And when I got to thinking about that, I was like, man, like, what reminds me of high school? Oh, geez, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Um, Pearl Jam reminds me of high school. So does Alice in Chains. (laughs) Like, love that band. Like, there's so many different things. Green Day. Green Day for sure takes me back to high school. I remember um, friends from high school and experiences from high school. There's this one guy named Jonathan Heiss. Um, I don't know if he'll ever watch this, but John Heiss. Every time I play Harry Connick Jr., I remember John Heist. Like, I literally do. If I ever listen to Led Zeppelin, because I love Led Zeppelin. If I ever listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers or... Um, um, I'm, I'm Guns N' Roses. Woo! Welcome to the jungle, sweet child of mine. I always think of Tyler Fleming. Always. And I think of Blake Fleming, too. Blake, you're not out on this one. I think of Blake, too, when I think of Led Zeppelin, for sure. Or Steppenwolf, or like other bands. like that. But I'm just saying, it is, it's is—it's an amazing. It can remind you of people. Right? Not only the experience and a time and a place, but it can remind you of people. I sat down today... And I just started writing down bands and who they made me think of. I started thinking of people or songs and how they're connected. And I made this long list. And it was honestly fun. (laughs) Like for me, like it was so enjoyable to do. And I'm not going to share the whole list with you or burden you guys with listening to just a list of things. But I just wanted to realize with you That Like, music can be that trigger that takes us to another time or place with people and experiences. And it can pull you into great spaces. It can be that trigger for you. So you might want to sit down and try that or practice that and relive some of those memories or engage some of those people again in this space and in this space while you've got the time. I know that whenever I hear you 2 New Order or Depeche Mode, um, I think of my sister, and she's probably going to watch this and think that's crazy, but I always think of her with those bands, right? Like, and weird enough, like I know I said one thing about my parents, but I know they're going to be watching or possibly watching. Whenever I hear Neil Diamond, I always think of my parents, like <laughs> like Neil Diamond of all things. Like, it's pretty incredible, to be taken back to those places. Someone once uh, recently told me that whenever they hear Rise Against, they think of me. It was like the biggest compliment in the world. I love that. Um, I know for me, when I hear Rise Against, especially the acoustic version of Rise Against, I always think of Tony Madonna. I hope you're watching, Tony. Um, Tony invited me to go to a concert of Rise Against, and they were acoustic. Um, I don't get invited to many concerts. As much as I love music, isn't that weird that people don't invite me to concerts Like and buys me tickets? But like, I'm serious. Like I love bands and music and Tony invited me and in. I always think of Tony Madonna with um, Rise Against, especially the acoustic, and not to mention Blink-182. But I digress. I digress. Um, music can move us and it can transport us. The closest thing, the closest thing we possibly have to time travel Right, So maybe there's one more thing and one more possibility. Maybe you're the artist. Maybe you're the creator. Maybe we've moved from listening to music and how it triggers us to creating music and how that serves as a trigger as well. Because if you're like my brother-in-law, Kirk, um, you're probably using some of this time to create music. Or you're like Silas, my oldest, and he's like trying to make beats and trying to sit down. And so I know that we're like trying to create um, a beat day coming up here where we can just sit down and make some beats together and put some lyrics to it. Now, if you're that person and you you can like listen and, and, and feel music and that kind of a thing, but it's on a different level because the music's inside of you. Right? And it's like clamoring to get out. It's like it's trying to spill out of you and it's fighting its way out because you speak with lyrics and you speak with melodies and you bring life and energy and and this kind of depth and meaning out of your being into this world. Right? Like if that's you. I would encourage you again to feel the music right now, to dive into that world of inspiration and to let it out. The movement, the feeling, the expression, the sounds. Um, It's so interesting to me that music begins, right, in someone's heart, in someone's mind. It, It begins in this intangible world, and then it comes out through all of this physicality. And then it winds up back in our minds and hearts and we digest it and we're moved by it. it. It moves us and compels us at the beginning and it's expressed and then it moves us again and it comes back in. Music has this full kind of circle approach. Now, um, I did want to throw it out there for those of you who are kind of that creative expressive type. The one show that I've found kind of inspiring along those lines is Songland, and it's on Hulu, and it's about songwriters. Um, It's about melody and lyrics, and it's a pretty cool inspirational little 30 minutes to watch. And I know they just rolled out season two, so you can tune into Hulu, and you might be able to find a little bit of that spark of expression, right? That little pat on the back, that little nudge to keep going and be moved by music, to create it and to allow it out of you. Uh, musicians, in my opinion, are like modern day prophets, right? It's like they're the people who communicate from an inner place of depth and they use their heart, their mind, and our collective spirit to bring something to life. They address our human condition. And our divine connection in a truly extraordinary way. Now, I have three more songs. I'm just gonna tell them to you though. I want you guys to go listen to these songs, because I feel like we're going a bit long here. I don't know. Like, there's like one song, I Will Wait, by Mumford and Sons. And when we're talking about music that's created with this like modern kind of prophet, Uh, voice to address our human condition and our divine connection. Um, I Will Wait by Mumford and Sons. I want you guys to listen to that one. Um, With My Own Two Hands by Ben Harper. I feel like these are songs that speak to here and now, what we're experiencing, what we're in the middle of. Um, I Will Wait is this whole idea Of pausing, slowing, surrendering, and listening. That there's something deeper beyond the hustle and the motion and the busyness of our lives and the normal that we once knew. Because we're in a new place and we're going to come out of this and we're going to experience a new normal. And we need to take the pause with us. We need to take the slowness with us. We need to learn how to wait more. To be still more. So that we can discover more about ourselves and others and our lives and the divine. And so that's I Will Wait in a nutshell. Go listen to it. Check it out. Um, With My Own Two Hands by Ben Harper. So simple. So true. Right? The idea that with our own two hands, we can... Make peace on earth. We can make it a better place, a kinder place. We can reach out to one another. We can make it a safer place. We can help the human race. We can literally comfort one another, but we have to use our own two hands, right? Pretty simple, kind of cliche stuff, but sometimes that's the best stuff I find. And then my last song that I am going to go into with you guys is Throw It All Away by Toad, The Wet Sprocket favorite band of mine who always reminds me of Justin Berger, one of my best friends in the world. So this is an interesting song, and I do want to read the lyrics for you, Um, and I'm going to try and take them slow, okay? It says, Take your cautionary tales and take your incremental gain and all the sycophantic games and throw them all away. Burn your TV in your yard and gather round it with your friends And warm your hands up on the fire and start again, right? Ann and I were wondering if after this pause, if we're all just going to be so sick of technology that, like, in a sense, we'll kind of burn our TVs in our yard. Like, we'll crave human interaction and connection so much more that we'll, like, literally give up on technology for a little while, you know? Like, enough zooming. Enough. Like, we just can't take it anymore. We need it now. But after this, who knows? All right. to keep going in the song. It says, take the story you've been told, the lies that justify the pain, the guilt that weighs upon your soul, and throw them all away. Tear up the calendar you've bought and throw the pieces to the sky, confetti falling down like rain, like a parade to usher in your life. And then he says, take the dreams that should have died, the ones that kept you lying awake, when you should have been alright And throw them all away And then With the time I waste On the life I never had I could have turned myself Into a better man It's a pretty amazing song It's acoustic guitar It's them singing I mean I love Toad the Wet Sprocket They better play this when we go see them in concert um, As long as like We can still see them but it's this song um, that really kind of strikes at the heart of some of what we're probably feeling right now. When you pause and you consider your life and you consider like how much time we waste on lives we've never had. If it comes to fear or, or desire or um, just busyness, like, this song hits at the heart of all of that. He keeps singing and he says, "'Cause there ain't nothing you can buy." And there is nothing you can save that will fill the hole inside your heart, so throw it all away. Won't fill the hole inside your heart. And then he says, help me to empty out this house from what I've gathered all these days, and thought I couldn't do without, and throw it all away. That's like the whole song. Like, told the wet sprocket, throw it all away. And what I wrote down on the sheet when I was looking at those lyrics was simply this... You might have seen it on Facebook. There's this article, something going around. I saw it on Tony Madonna's feed. Um, It's called The Ultimate Gaslighting, and it's talking about what's going to happen after this um, with advertising and consumerism. Um, And I'm not going to go off on, like, some kind of rant, but I'll just kind of leave it at that. (laughs) Like, maybe you should check out that article and read that. Because I believe that after this, we have the opportunity to create a new normal together. You know, I did a talk once at More to Life, and it was called The World Works How. Because a lot of times people will say, oh, that's just the way the world works. And every time I hear that, I'm like, wait, we get to determine that. We are in charge of that. We have the power to determine how the world works. And this is a great time for us to pause and consider if we like the way it was working or not. And we don't have to go back to what was normal. We can create a new normal together. We can throw some things away. We can leave those things behind and we can learn our lessons in life and we can advance and progress together. We can learn to wait and to listen more, to divine, deep desires and needs and prompts and nudges we can allow music to move us more we can use our own two hands to create a new world a new normal if we want to do that this is the song that inspires me and i know that maybe some of you guys have done some decluttering <laughs> like in your closets and stuff but that song throw it all away it says like help me to empty out this house and he's talking about himself and his mind and his heart And maybe this is a great time for us to do some decluttering, some reprioritizing, some reorganizing, and we can adventure inward, right? Man. All right. Some people are really hoping you're going to play some music. Oh, no. People are hoping I'm going to play these things? Oh, maybe. Here's what I'll do. I like that idea. And I don't play the drums enough anymore. I don't create music as much as I should anymore. Um, that's why I'm hoping to sit down and do a beat day with Silas and really kind of make that happen because he's into Logic and some other stuff Um, maybe what I'll do later on this week because I'm not going to do it now you guys have been tuned in way too long already Um, what I can do later on is just do a live Facebook and you guys don't even have to listen to it I'll just play it later and post it somewhere and you can watch it whenever but I will play it at some point but music it moves us like nothing else It's an incredible trigger, and for right now, I hope that you will use it to move yourself. I hope that you'll take advantage of music, that you'll allow it to affirm and reinforce the moods and feelings that you need to embrace, that you need to feel, that need to move through you. I hope that you'll also use music to move you and to trigger and disrupt that path that you're going down, that you shouldn't travel. Right, that you can pull yourself back and you can turn that song on and you can find that disruption, that kind of intervention to motivate you, inspire you, lift you up, encourage you, help you fall to sleep. whatever it is. I hope that you'll use music to transport you, to re-engage and remember and relive some moments and some people and to feel that experience. I hope that you'll allow music to move you to create, right? To create and to express. I hope that you'll use music to move you to the space that you need to experience, you personally, whatever that space is right now in your life, in your story, in your season, wherever it is that you are. Do this for me. Music is an is kind of the adventure inward. I love it. It's the adventure inward, to be moved. So here's what I want you to do between now and whenever we get together next, and I've got some info about that before we leave, but I want you to Google John Bellion. Again, that's J-O-N-B-E as in Edward, L-L-I-O-N as in Nancy. Then I want you to Google the words stupid, like stupid. (laughs) And then the word deep, D-E-E-P. And then the word acoustic. So altogether now, I want you to Google John Bellion, stupid, deep, acoustic. It's going to pull up a video. I want you to click on the video. I want you to enlarge it on your screen. And you don't have to do this right now. I mean, this is between now and next time, whenever. I want you to sit If you can get alone, I want you to be alone. And I want you to, on your phone or on the computer or wherever it is, I want you to sit. I want you to be still. And I want you to, like, watch the video or even close your eyes. And I want you to listen to that music because I want you to let it move you. I want you to be moved by that song, by those sounds, by that voice, by those lyrics, I want you to feel it and I want it to move you and I want it to be your experience. So I don't want to say anything about the song or the lyrics. I just want you to take that. So between now and next time, that's what you need to do. Now, all that to say, I appreciate you guys being here tonight. I appreciate you listening to me ramble about music, um, a passion of mine, and what I'm kind of getting out of it right now, and what you also might be able to get out of it right now, how it might be able to move you and help you adventure inward. Our next More to Life meeting um, next Tuesday is actually going to be a Zoom meeting, so it's going to be kind of a different experience. It's going to be weird. Um, I'm excited about it. But we're not going to be live on Facebook. So here's what you need to do. If you want to be a part of that Zoom meeting, what you need to do is go to the More to Life website. It's experiencemoretolife.com. And you need to navigate yourself to the mailing list, the email list. Um, Get on there and subscribe. We're going to send out the information for Zoom um, to those people who want to tune in next time by email. Right? So you can also contact Ann or myself if you know our numbers and you want to talk to us or text us or whatever. That's cool too. But we are going to Zoom next Tuesday. So please get on the email list. And between now and next Tuesday too, I'm also going to send out an email that has a lot of music in it for you guys. Like I've got some videos that I want to link to, um, some songs I want to link to, and I want to share some movies with you guys that are about music and creation that I find very inspirational when it comes to the creation aspect of music, as well as just how music moves us. So if you want some of those resources too, please subscribe to the email list. So I can get that to you, you know, and just kind of blast that out to you guys and type a couple things and and make sure you have it. okay? so that's kind of the information for next Tuesday. And then the following Tuesday after that, we'll be live again back on Facebook with another more to life gathering. And obviously, at some point in the next few weeks, um, I'll just randomly whatever day I'm feeling it and I need to be moved By the creation of music and beating on these drums, I'll record it (laughs) and put it out there, which is going to feel really weird and really different. I don't think I've ever done that, but man, I love playing the drums. So anyway, um, until next time, friends, we love you guys. We thank you guys for tuning in. We wish you health, safety, um, and more than that, like I wish you the adventure inward, right? And I wish and hope and pray that you'll be moved by music all right so we'll see you guys at the zoom and handle in the comments i'm going to talk to her about all this after this but i'm super excited for all of you guys to tune in go check out those playlists all right i gotta click on it